shit. Update. Update. We're about just gonna be doing that. Oh shit, dude. Sorry, everybody. It's like we're uh, we're uh, trying to get over a cold over here, but uh, no, I was just saying. You think we should probably update the uh, theme theme music or just still stick with it? I don't know, dude. That was just too good, dude. Yeah, I, I love like, it. Honestly, it, I love it. But I'm wondering. It sets the tone so well. Do we what have we to, got going on? Do we have to update it with the times, you know? like. Uh, we'll see. Hey, you know what? We'll put that up. Yeah. Maybe. We'll we'll, we'll ask people if, on the Facebook. If we, they, if they for like those it. who are, we'll post something up on Facebook. But for those who are listening now. Let us know. Hit us up on Facebook and let us know. Do you like the intro song? Would you guys like us to change it? Hey, if you guys have a good idea, <coughs> send it over, dude. Send it our way. We'll try it out. We'll put up new uh, put up new intro music. You know what I mean? That'd be a good idea. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know you guys are creative. We know we got some very artistic people out there. We even might have some music producers out there who listen to this show. Uh, send right. us a little something. Right. I guess. Okay. All right. I see. I see where you're going with that. Let's do it, dude. Let's put it up and see if we uh if we got, you know, anybody who's interested. Heck in, yeah. In 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 an idea or something. I don't know. I, I mean I personally I love it, but you know, I don't know if we needed to update it or, or what, but well, well, I guess we'll, we'll Do you like a remix, like a uh what is it called? Like a supercut of every time <clears throat> we uh Michael Pena makes an uh, an appearance, or just like a supercut of uh, of Arnold when he would come down, or even just all the times that we say "foo," or <laughs> or I know, right? Whatever, okay. all that, all that sort that's, of thing. That's gonna take just put it all together, to dude. All right, okay, we gotta do that. And put some, put a beat behind it, and bam. Hopefully next year, uh, let's see what next year brings. But uh, obviously, this isn't our last podcast of the year. We have a. Uh, Maybe a show or two, maybe before we uh, take a little break for the Christmas vacation and we come back. But um, yeah, so hey, let's start the show off. Hey, right, hey, hey, dog, hey, hey, Hey. let's start the show off, dog. Welcome to another episode of the Beta Report. This is episode number sixty-one, right? That's what I put right there, right? Yeah, sixty-one. You're good. Sixty-one of the Beta Report. I am one of your co-hosts, Jeff, aka. The Khan. Khan, King of the Nerds, Khan. Khan. Perfect, dude. Right? I'm telling you, I need to make a shirt of that. Just you, your face. I know. Okay. <laughs> Eating the rib. Yeah, exactly. Um, and of course, we got Forever Five, aka J. What's up? Forever Five. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm gonna make that stick. I'm, I'm sticking to that, dude. Forever Five. I'm digging it. I love it. I love it. So we got a good show for you guys today. We got uh, we just want to talk about what our favorite things of the year were. Since we're winding down the year, we want to go ahead and just talk about you know what are our our favorite TV shows, our favorite movies, and our favorite music albums. Pretty much those three categories, and uh, there's quite a bit of things that we wanted to talk about. Some stuff that we've already talked about, but we want to make sure you guys don't miss in in uh, watching these things, especially with downtime. You know during the Christmas time, you'll have some downtime to catch up on some things you haven't seen yet. So, absolutely, so a, lot of, a lot of shows that just they did their mid-season finales or whatever. So there's gonna be a lot of things, a lot of time. Speaking of mid-season finale, yeah, did dude, you we, watch the King, the, the Walking we? Dead? Can we? Come, why not? I'm just saying, dude. Dude, 
That I'm was just saying. Finally, look, Walking Dead has been so like miserable. Honestly, it's been hard to watch because who likes again, to watch be, people being bullied? Like, yeah, no, but I mean, again, without no hope, you know what yeah. I mean? Just kind of like. But credit uh, to uh, credit to um, uh, what's the dude? Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, dude, for just like he has just set the standard, I think, for um, for villains. And uh, <laughs> I saw that's cool. Um, uh, for like for any TV show, dude, like he he's just he's ah, dude, he's just so so evil, dude. Like his his villainy reaches no limits, dude. It's crazy. Honestly, yeah, I think he does a really good job of doing uh, playing Negan, but <clears throat> I think the problem with it is that it's too much. And like, that's what I was gonna like say. It, it, it might been... be. It might be a. Uh, what are they? What do they call it? like a? Uh, it's almost like an embarrassment of riches in terms of like his portrayal of that character because he's so good at it that he it's uh, it's if, too good. Like, yeah, but, yeah, it's too good. Like it's too good. But the point where like, oh my god, you just you can't. I can't anymore. get enough. You can't. Yeah. yeah, dude. It's like he's he's a total bastard, and it's like he does it so well. But you just don't want to have like you watch TV to get away and kind of enjoy it too. But I was like. For a couple of weeks, I wasn't enjoying it because I was like, "Oh my god, these guys are." Dude, the thing about that too is like, I, uh, I've never read the comics, but I've always heard like the the, and I don't know if it's a criticism, but like one of the opinions of the comics is that it's very like it's very bleak and it kind of leaves you a lot of times with like really no hope or anything like that. And like some some of the some of the plots that they go with, some of the like the fates of certain characters or whatever, like you're sometimes left with like what we got left with this and so i think it was just like a, a good reflection of like what the the comics are are i guess like what people say the comics are um they actually brought that tone i guess into the 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 tv series but i and almost too well i guess because yeah it is hard to watch dude yeah i was in a, a comic book um a fan of of this when it came out it wasn't until after the show came out that i went back and kind of checked out you know a couple issues and stuff and, and sort of how it matched up and uh yeah this season pretty much matches the way the comic is because the comic dude it's 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 not only is it graphic but it's so bleak like you mentioned yeah like i mean in the, in the comic rick has no hand and he has to live without having no hand mm. and the things that happened to the governor during that time too was crazy i mean way crazier so now the the tv show does kind of match that you know that no hope kind of thing that but, whole tone that tone but um it's it's harder for the tv show because you've been watching it for what is this the seventh season seventh season yeah for seven seasons and until this one where it's all like you know rick and them always find a way to fight back and to get out of you know in fact they even put it in one of the episodes where he says we can handle this you know because obviously you've seen them just they're they're you know uber survivors you know yeah. in that world uh, no, they didn't have Uber back then. I know, right? <laughs> but uh, they, they or in that universe, in that universe, has, yeah. yeah. But um, no, it's just the the fact that they can survive it. So when you see them now, you know Rick just being, you know, uh, just a total servant. You know, kind of like he can't. He, he sees, and, all that. and I mean, he's got a, a reason to. He doesn't want anybody else to die because obviously, it's sort of his fault because they went after Negan and those camps and killed all those people, and it mm. they underestimated you know, Negan and, and their numbers and stuff. But but anyways, you know, we don't want to analyze too much of the show, but the, the season, the mid-season finale finally was like, 
some relief, you know, like, oh, finally, now they're going to fight back. Yeah. Now they're going to try to join the hilltop and um, uh, the kingdom and fight back and stuff. So it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. One of the things that um, that um, kind of threw me off, and I was reading this article on it today, was that they did a lot of... Um, like it was one of the, it was like the first one of the first seasons where a lot of the main characters were split apart. So like, you know, Daryl was doing his own thing. So an epi- like one episode would be completely on just Daryl and what he's going through um, while being a prisoner or whatever. And then it was um, I forget her name it was uh, the girl who met up with those uh, met up with those other girls. Carol? No, no, no. Um, this and it was like recently. I forget her name, dude. Where she was in like that camp, and oh, she was like um, Tara, 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 Tara. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like an entire episode just on her character, and like so, just the different, like, different things like that. This season tried to like string together a lot of different, like a lot of different character arcs or a lot of different like character stories or whatever, um, but didn't have a lot of our main characters interacting with one another. So I think that was kind of hard to watch too, because you just kind of had to to kind of step back and watch each of these characters individually and not watch them all together trying to figure out this like this problem or whatever so this mid-season finale was like cool because now it, it kind of brought all that together you know like all our main characters were finally gonna try to tackle this one problem together which is cool because now it's like now it's like we're gearing up towards like the war or whatever and and now they they all have like the same mentality of like dude we can do this together we're gonna figure this out and I don't think we can continue on without talking about the bro hug dude the free end dude that that Man. scene oh my gosh dude it like I feel like all the the dreariness all the the bleakness everything just kind of like like washed away at that moment where like <laughs> Rick just locks eyes with Daryl. That, that was hug, like, dude, that, bro that hug, was dude. amazing, dude. And it seriously was like, like you needed that. It's kind of with, with going with what you said, like it was a, a moment of like relief. Like you needed to relieve that pressure that you were feeling of just like that hopelessness. But just seeing them like that at that moment, like it was just heartwarming, dude. Like it like legitimately was like, just seeing them like embrace one another was like nice. Like yeah, yes, yeah, finally, definitely. dude. Like definitely, it was fine. Like uh, it was that. And then him, finally. and then him, like giving him the gun too, the which is the, just kind of like symbolically saying, like, dude, we're ready to go. You're yeah, you Let's got see. this. Like you, you are once again Rick. Like you're mm-hmm. whole, dude. Like you, this is you. So ah, oh, dude, it was just so good. It the was Rick, so good. Rick Tatorship. <laughs> the Rick you, you gotta bring dude, back the rictatorship dude. yeah dude heck that's, yeah that's when they were invincible when the rictatorship was in place yep but definitely dude it uh it was it was a, a breath of fresh air to finally have some hope you know yeah some, a little bit of criticism too aside from the stuff that we've already talked about like i feel like why introduce a character like ezekiel and then not have him come back they literally again. had a, one episode they had one they it. had one episode where like it was only one episode. They established him. Episode number two. They showed freaking Shiva or whatever, and like that was it. I was like, dude, how? And honestly, and honestly, it was probably one of the. He's one of the best characters. I mean, yeah. He's got of this whole doing, of the yeah. whole series. Yeah. yeah Aside from Negan, just being yeah. like perfect at what at his character. I feel like Ezekiel was like his perfect foil. Like yeah. His yeah. his polar opposite in that, and I. And the fact that he's doing things, 
the way probably Rick should have done it, you know, um, without getting people killed and, right. you know, uh, um, keeping the people alive in a certain way without, you know. But, I mean, eventually, like the guy said, that guy Richard, I think his name is, they were saying that eventually it's going to go bad, so they have to do something. So, yeah. Good episode. Finally, finally some, you know, hope, you know. So I'm t- hopefully, and then I'm sure because they're, they're bringing all the three communities together but yeah hopefully uh we'll see more of shiva especially yeah, dude. i know you know that's probably why though honestly i think it's probably it probably costs a lot of money to yeah because it's part cg do. and part animatronic uh, so i can see how like you probably wouldn't because a lot of people would probably expect to see shiva anytime ezekiel's on yeah like yeah now i got you on the show Maybe. whatever but whatever. the bummer is that it won't come back till february but uh we have a whole month february yeah, before it comes back. But um, hey, so you know, before we go get started, I always try to get something, you know, out way out there, some kind of weird news. So I got something that is pretty insane. Um, uh, of course, where do you think the story's from? It's got to be, dude, from our boy. Uh, no, no, what state? Ricky Romero, dude. Yeah, dude. Florida, dude. Good old Ricky. Ricky, let can you tell us if you know this guy, dude? <laughs> I love how we think that you, uh, Florida is like the smallest state, and everybody would just know everybody. Hey, you know what? Windows over there. I wonder if he. Uh, well, this happened before he was out there. So, let me give you the headline: Florida man dies in meth lab explosion. Oh crap! Right, oh, man. Hey, meth lab explosion after lighting farts on fire. <laughs> nice. Yes. Wow. Would it be Florida if he wasn't lighting his farts on fire? <laughs> Gainesville, Florida, 37-year-old man is dead after his trailer home was destroyed in a meth lab explosion caused by him lighting up, what he calls, in quotations, blue angels. (laughs) Blue angels? What the heck? (laughs) To amuse his his wife. Well, he had a wife? (laughs) Yes, but (laughs) check this out. The man's wife was found lying naked on the couple's front yard, reportedly still laughing. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? She explains to the police officer, a blue angel is when you put a lighter to your butt and fart on it, making it catch on fire. <laughs> it's funny as S. <laughs> a blue angel. <laughs> I don't know if that was, dude, I see, you would see that in movies all the yeah. time or whatever, but I didn't know it had a real name. Check this out. Normally... <laughs> This is dumb. Normally, we go to Del Taco because of their 59 cent tacos, but we made some extra cash this week, so we went to Chipotle. The farts you get from there could fill a gas chamber. <laughs> I, I know I know he's looking up from hell, laughing his ass off, saying it was worth it, she says, smiling through blackened teeth. Apparently, not caused by the fire. Wow. <laughs> Oh crap! That's crazy, right? That is awesome. Like, well, not awesome. But okay. <laughs> it's crazy. Here's the kicker, dude. The woman plans on suing Chipotle, which failed to address their peppers causing a higher. What? Rate. No! <laughs> wait, no! Wait to address no, their dude. peppers causing a higher rate of methane in human farts. <laughs> <laughs> she offered a statement. I'm not mad about my husband dying. I just got my eyebrows did, and now they're gone. Chip- oh, shut up, dude. This is not real. <laughs> Chipotle mixing girl has yet to respond. <laughs> this is not real. Dude, you did not just read so, that. I want this to be real so much, dude. So much. It'd be awesome if it was real. Oh, my god. But 
you know, like um, when you read stories that there's like links on the right, you know, on the right side or left right, side. Right. It's just like, you know, top stories or links to stories. Here are the links to those top stories. That makes me think this is probably not a true website. Yeah. <laughs> here's, a, here's the links on the side for the top stories. Women arrest, woman arrested for defecating on boss's desk after winning the lottery. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't that a, doesn't that happen in uh, um, one of uh, Lonely Island's video? Uh yeah, he does that. I think so. It? What's he, the name of the song that he did? It's uh, um, I know how to do like. Oh, I'm, I'm the, the boss. I'm the boss, something like that, right? I'm the boss. I'm the yeah. boss. Yeah, and he does that too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember she oh, saw that video. Says, I don't think he gets a promotion or something like that. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <clears throat> Rights to the entire Limp Biscuit catalog sells at auction for twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the, the more and more of this story I'm being sad because it's probably yeah, not true. I don't think so, dude. Florida man oh no, that's the same one. Woman arrested for stinking up bathroom and closing down the restaurant. <laughs> that's that's just like that's not even creative. And here's I know, right? Donald Trump creates new reality show about deporting immigrants called catapults. <laughs> <laughs> wow you, well, yeah you know what dude i'm gonna go with this isn't yeah, a real, real story, story dude. i know <laughs> I, <laughs> I still wanted this story oh, about crap. the uh, the blue angels to be real but once i saw that i was like ah this is probably not a real story <laughs> blue angels but there you go i don't know once you that's, said the eyebrow thing i was like nah dude yeah. that's too hardcore <laughs> that's that's my uh florida story for today nice for the week thank all right so let's florida. talk yeah thank you florida thank you and Ricky, you know what? I wonder if Ricky can let us know if he actually knows some real crazy stories, like real stories that he hears out there, you know? Dude. I'm going to have to hit him up. Or maybe if, you, if Ricky, if you're listening, maybe you could shoot us over a story from Florida or something. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so let's let's start with our, uh, our first part uh, of our segment. We wanted to talk about what our favorite things of the year are, like new shows, new movies, and new music. So we'll start off with the new shows of the year. And... We got to start off with Netflix. What are our favorite things, dude? Three things that just, three TV shows that just blew us away completely. Um, I had this one first, but I'm going to name it last just because of all this stuff. But um, let's start off with The Get Down, dude. Dude, The Get dude, Down. If you guys, and again, we're going to mention these so that you guys can go back, especially with the holidays. Maybe you got some off time, some downtime, uh, and go back and maybe watch some of these that you haven't seen yet. But definitely the get down. If you haven't spent some time on that, it's only what six episodes. Six episodes. It's yeah. only six episodes. They're the about, first one was what like an hour and a half, two about, hours. Or something about like an hour and a half, actually. I don't think it hit the two hour mark, but an hour and a half. <clears throat> and and it doesn't uh, even feel like it. By the way, like when you guys are watching, like it, it went by. <laughs> that first episode went by super fast, and I was like, "What the heck?" Yeah, it's it it's uh, it's pretty engaging. And then uh, the other ones are about forty five minutes. Just about, yeah, just about, about an hour, uh, under an hour, about forty-five minutes, and um, it's so good, man. It's only six episodes. You guys can, you know, uh, bust that out in about uh, binge that out in one night. In dude. one night, one sitting, it's 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 easy, and the music is great. And the payoff of that last uh, little, I guess, concert that they that they do the at battle, the battle, dude, the battle, dude, against the Notorious Three. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> so dope. It's the the beat down. Was the beat down? No, the Get Down Brothers, the Get Down Brothers versus yeah. the Notorious uh, Three. Dude. Uh, that to me, when I watched it, when I saw that final battle, it was like worth seeing all the six episodes. Right, right, right. Like for it sure. was like it 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 uh it culminated with that 
you know for um, sure and it's so funny too because when you see it like when you when you uh step back from it a little bit it's like dude this the stakes aren't all that high just like actually going back and thinking about it it's like oh okay it's like it's just like a battle between these two crews or whatever but when you're what you're actually watching the show like you're so engaged that it's like, dude, you like that that battle is like everything, even to you. Like you want to make sure that they well, see that's the thing. succeed and that like <clears throat> they that they just like all oh, like and, and that's like one of the things about the show is that, you know, it kind of shows a progression between like each one of the characters and then them as a crew. And then when they're during their like the training montages and all that stuff, when each one of them it's kind of bringing in what they're like their specialty, I guess, or whatever. So it's kind of like that Voltron moment where it's like each one, like each you know, robot or whatever is like sharpening up their skills. They all bring their own like personal touch. And then when they bring it all together in that last battle, it's like, dude, that's so dope. Like, it's like you said, it's just kind of like a, a culmination of everything that you saw in those six episodes in that last like 15, 20 minutes or whatever that final battle is. It's just, so uh, it's like it, it, though, like the, the stakes aren't all that high, but you're like completely invested regardless. You don't know? like, it's just, you, you want to make sure that they like beat those dudes down or whatever. So it's good, dude. I loved it. Yeah, dude. It's, um, you, you're mentioning that the stakes aren't that high, but to me, I felt like, cause they felt that the stakes were high, that I thought that stakes were high too. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, they for were sure. like, it meant everything to them. It was mm-hmm. the world for them to, to, they had to do well at this battle. It, 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 uh, it totally hinged on, uh, their abilities and, and, it felt like for Shaolin that in order for him to reach that level, like his his sensei yeah. or his master, right? Grandmaster Flash. Grandmaster Flash um, is that it, it it relied on this battle, you know, yeah. to to solidify the fact that he is a true DJ. So it was just cool to see all that, you know? It was, sure. It was definitely dope. So definitely, you guys, if you haven't seen it, the Get Down, uh, it's on Netflix. Go and watch that. It's it's going to be totally worth your time. Um, and, and even if you've seen it already, but for the holidays, go watch it again. Just watch it again, dude. And we mentioned it before, but this is, um, excuse me, it was created by Boz Lerman, and he does a lot of, uh, like a lot of his film work goes hand in hand with a lot of music too. So he uh, does a good job of like blending the two together. So this it's like definitely an experience, both like an audio and visual experience for for you guys to um, just kind of take in. So it's really cool um, if you guys like those type of things. Definitely, dude. Do you know that uh, the the main character, uh, Justice Smith, that's his name. Yeah. Yeah, Justice Smith. He's um, uh, Ezekiel, right? Or yeah, books. 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 That he just got uh, cast in the new Jurassic World sequel. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that, dude. Now, they don't know. They haven't mentioned what he's, what his role is, but uh, mm. it's kind of cool that he's, you know, branching out. Yeah, dude. Like, so, definitely. So the other one that I wanted to mention uh, is, of course, dude. Uh, we've talked a lot about it. Uh, is Luke Cage? If you guys haven't seen Luke Cage, dude, it's totally worth it, man. The music, the way they incorporate the music, the way Harlem is a character in itself, the characters. Again, I think Netflix knows how to do villains though the one knock about marvel movies is that they don't do villains very well but with the netflix the tv netflix shows, shows dude, they've been it. they've been doing well because you got uh daredevil has um <clears throat> kingpin and they did him really well dude kingpin was i thought was really good in the way they 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 portrayed that yeah, villain 
It was great. And dude. even though it was like it, it was, it's like a different take on the character because a lot of people expected him to be a little bit more. They didn't really expect the um, like the antisocial type of, you know, mm-hmm. like the way that um, uh, what's his name, Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, the way he portrayed him, but I thought it was perfect, dude. Like I feel like the what he brought, like it almost elevated the character into like more of a realistic. Like I feel like that character could actually exist in like our world, you know, even though they're, they're playing in like the Marvel universe or whatever. But, um, I feel like someone like that could be a villain in real time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he, he did great. And then Kilgrave and Jessica Jones. Oh, that was still one of the, probably in my opinion, one of the best villains. One of the all most, of Marvel. Most frightening, one of those frightening villains that actually, I mean, it's, it's pretty cre- creepy and, and frightening of mm-hmm. the way this person is. And of course, Luke Cage with Cottonmouth, um and Diamondback, um, pretty good, pretty good villains. And of course, uh, man, what's what's um, Miranda, here? right? Miranda. Is that Miranda Wallace? Miranda Wallace? I think oh, so. No. no, it's not Wallace. That's Amanda Wallace, I think. Oh, no, uh, thinking. you're thinking of yeah, <clears throat> Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, I know she's the descendant of Mama Mabel, right? Mama Mabel, yeah. I can't remember. It's um. I, I can have to look it up. Yeah, but she kind of like. But she did great though, because that's a villain. You're like. But she comes into her own as a villain, so it is cool to kind of see her progression throughout. Like to me, it was a shock and and spoiler alert, but it's been out for a while that like Cottonmouth wasn't the main villain. Throughout. Mariah Mariah Dillard. Mariah, that's what it yeah, is. It's Alfred Woodard. Yeah. Um. It's it's that it's that it's that journey, dude. From being she wants to, you know, obviously she knows she's got those. Um, roots in 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 her criminal past not hers but her family yeah and she's trying to like distance herself from that yeah distance it but still use it to her advantage right and then from going from that to embracing it at the end and fully yeah full villain at the end was is an awesome thing to look at you mm. know the, the, the way and she went through the cool thing is that it's unexpected too because you don't I, at least i didn't go in there i i thought that she was gonna do like she was gonna do like a typical like um politician type of thing where she yeah like you said she's using like the her roots in in like the criminal world or whatever just to advance herself politically but i i didn't really expect her to fully take on that villain role and like just kind of take over where all these other people kind of left off so i i thought that was that was perfect yeah so luke cage i think uh, you know i think we mentioned this it does start off a little slow but uh, if you invest time into it, it's great. It, it really is great performances. Mike Coulter, Rosario Dawson, Theo Rossi. Uh, Theo Rossi Shades. for those, uh, yeah, Shades. Uh, he was more famous in um, uh, Sons of Anarchy uh, as Juice. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a good show to, to check out. And, of course, it won't go without saying the phenomenon that is Stranger Things just completely took over. Dude. I think it just it just blew up after we mentioned them on the beta report. Oh no, wait, yeah, the beta report Code effect, effect, dude. It <clears> happened. <throat> it was like the the week after we released our show. Dude, talking about it, it just blew it up. It just blew up just dude. everywhere, dude. And we it, got it, a call. It just wouldn't have done it without us, dude. We got a call from Netflix saying thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we're like, you're welcome. Exactly, dude. So it's all good, you know. It's. It's what we do. That's what we do, man. It's just yeah, we have no control over it, dude. It just it just happens. Netflix cut the check. <laughs> dude, but Stranger Things though, like you said, it was just a like complete phenomenon, dude. Like it just 
it hit all the right notes. It had all the right elements of like nostalgia, of like the '80s stuff that um, that we all love. And I feel like the like the newer generations are kind of getting a like. I feel like the '80s are always around, even now. Like, there's a lot of shows that still kind of take um, inspiration from like the '80s, and um, it's even become like trendy to do certain like like. 80s i don't know like visual style or whatever things the 80s music um it's still kind of like present today even like in like the more recent pop culture or whatever but um i feel like this kind of took it and then just like you know took it up another notch and like just completely just took over dude like it, yeah definitely i don't know what else we can say that hasn't already been said about this show it's just dude, it's so, so good it's, it's so crazy that when when i go to uh you know we walk into hot topics or there, there's this new um store called box lunch uh, which is all like geek stuff uh-huh. it's like if i opened up a store it would be it that would, would be, be that. It. yeah <laughs> all a bunch of geek stuff and and uh kind of collectibles and stuff like that and the, with that one and, and and hot topic i mean they have their own like section for stranger things mm-hmm. and it's so popular that like those stores have like you know buy one get the next 50 percent off or get a and then everywhere, but then there's signs next to the Stranger Things. Stranger Things merchandise, not uh, part of the sale. Oh, no way. Because <laughs> they know it's like they don't, you know, they want that stuff to sell full price. For sure. So, and they know people are going to go and buy it. <laughs> especially now, right now for Christmas, I'm sure people are buying that stuff. Like, you know, Jason's like, Dad, I need a Stranger Things t-shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, there. and I think um, the uh, Eleven costume was like the most popular costume for Halloween this <laughs> I saw year. That. Well, second to probably Harley Quinn. Oh, that's true. Harley Quinn was like everywhere. I forgot about that. Um, there were guys dressed as Harley Quinn. Dude. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, dude. I've seen guys well, I saw guys dressed as Eleven too, which was. Which I was think pretty, I saw more guys dressed hilarious. as Eleven than girls, dude. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, yeah. I'm not serious. Well, because I think more guys well, would feel comfortable in a dress than know. in a midriff shirt and like booty shorts or something. I guess. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but. Um, uh, but yeah, why, dude, but why I mean, eleven though? They were like dressed up like eleven, like crazy. No, because she was like she was badass, dude. She was like probably the. Hey, what was the name of that one that was dressed like eleven with a cross of Doctor Strange? What? Do you remember we saw that picture? We saw a picture of someone dressed like eleven, but it was a cross of eleven and Doctor Strange. Strange. I remember that. Did I, I think um, uh, one of our listeners sent us that picture. You don't remember? I don't remember. Dude. Yeah, they, I'd like, have to look on the he's Facebook. got like you know how Doctor Strange does is like you know conjuring a shield or something, mm-hmm. but it's a shield, but it's of the lights with the uh, alphabet. Oh no way! What yeah. the heck? I don't remember that dude. Yeah, and he's dressed like eleven, but then he's got like the popped collar. Yeah, and he's got like the Doctor Strange mustache. What? That's sweet. yeah, this is funny. I it's remember hilarious. that dude? It's like a mishmash of both. That's cool. But yeah, Doctor uh, Doctor Strange, Stranger Things, <laughs> Doctor Stranger Things, Doctor Stranger Things. Stranger Things, obviously. Oh, that's probably what it was, but Doctor Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably what it was. That's yeah, I know. I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. I, think I probably remember Doctor that Stranger Things. made it click. Okay. Anyway, so those are the, the, the shows from Netflix we'd, we'd recommend highly, if you haven't seen yet, to go ahead and check those out. Um, <clears throat> the other two shows that I wanted to put out, these, these I'll, I'll take full responsibility. These are mine. Uh that uh, that I'm posting up here. One of them is on ABC. Is Designated Survivor. Jay, have you been watching that yet, dude? I I saw the first episode, um, and I was hooked. 
but I just didn't have a chance to continue watching the what? show. So like you, I, I you was were, like, you're not really hooked then, because no, because no, no, this is what happened, dude. I had a recording on our on our DVR, but then we switched from from one cable provider to another. Oh, that's right, you did. So I lost all those shows. So then I was like, oh crap, I don't like, and I just haven't looked it up on Hulu or anything like that. So you should, dude. Designated Survivor is is the return of Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, dude, it was you it know, was great. He's not playing the twenty four role. Obviously, he's not the the badass of twenty four of um, Jack Bauer, but he's um, uh, he's on a different level. You know, it's like he's the president of the United States because the whole Congress and everybody got the president, vice president, everybody got blew up. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's the designated blowing, survivor playing Blue Angels. Right, <laughs> they were playing and, Blue, and the and president. Went, yeah, and it just went terribly wrong. It just blew up, dude. Uh, some people were found laughing. Yeah, uh, yeah. But no, um, it was uh, uh, it was crazy that whole concept. But it's been good, man. So good, and you don't know who to trust, who's out there, who's not. You know, who's these people who caused it? They seem to be American, but are they brainwashed? I don't know, dude. It's crazy. It's Dang. yeah. It's it's uh. That got put in there too, like some mentoring candidate stuff, where they're like brainwashed. Well, the the, the people who are trying to hide it or who I don't want to give too much away, but are kind of that seem to be involved are American. What? Yeah, so it's like, what is it? Domestic terrorism? Is it you know homeland type where it's somebody who got um, brainwashed? You know, it's it's crazy. Hey, dude, I don't know yet. Yeah, it's good. It's good, dude. It's 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 definitely been a really good you know show. And that's awesome, dude, if they go in that route, because I think, like, uh, I think the, the um, like, the, the uh, crap, what's the, I'm blanking out on the word, but the predictable thing to do would be, like, oh, it's a terrorist attack or whatever, or it's, yeah, you know, like, it's, like, whatever the case might be, but, like, it's cool that they're kind of doing, like, a homegrown type of thing, like, it's the, the threat is closer than you actually think, and it's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. coming from, like, you know your own people or whatever, so that's pretty cool. It's it's been great. It's got its flaws. They do, you know. I've been watching it with my wife, and sometimes we look at it, and we're like, "What are you doing? Yeah, tell that person before you, you know." So like, there's certain things that kind of frustrate you, but obviously they're just, you know, uh, actions that some characters do to get the plot moving or something. Mm. So, but uh, it, it's been it's been good, dude. It's been good. And the other show that's surprisingly pretty good that i really enjoy man it's probably a guilty pleasure dude because i didn't think it'd be that good uh is lethal weapon dude the tv show oh really it's been good man it's been it's been fun Without to watch the saxophones dude man uh, they, of course yeah, <laughs> they have of course you know that one they get it moving and stuff. Yeah. they'll have the uh the That's a different show, right there, you, you sexy Murtaugh. <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> uh, Damon Wayans, dude, and, and this other guy named Clayne Clayne Clausen or something, whatever. Uh, <laughs> just the name Clayne Clausen, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like if, if the guy's name was like. Rick Stone, <laughs> fake name, you know. <laughs> Max Steel, Max Steel, <laughs> and Rip Hunter, yeah. or something, you know, something crazy. 
Rip Hunter is actually a TV show character on uh, some Isn't other that Legends of Legends Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah, but um, yeah, for you nerd, for you, I know, real I am, nerd, dude. I am, dude. You're the epitome Look, I, of nerd. I have to because if somebody said, "Oh, that guy's making up a name," I had to. Yeah. You know, <laughs> disclaimer: I know it's another name from another character. Although but, um, I think Max Steel is too is like a kid show, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, we didn't have to mention that one though. Yeah, dude. But uh, dude, it's been fun, dude. It's been a good show. I mean. It, it it's not a total ripoff of the movies. Like some people were saying, oh, we already have the movies. Why do we need the TV show? Yeah. But it's it's obviously characters inspired by the movies, but they're not the same thing. Like you know, you know, Riggs and Murtaugh, they're different. They're 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 inspired by those characters, but they have, you know, uh, just what can I explain? Like for example, yeah, Riggs' wife is is uh, dead, mm-hmm. um, but there's a mystery behind it. You know, was she killed by the cartels? Uh, by a cartel that he was investigating or was it an accident or was there other something else behind it it's just crazy it's like now you want to know you know yeah. like what's going on and i think it's just fun it's just a fun show that the action is over the top of course you know they're like oh you know you know what this number is you know and he calls out the number and he's all is that the winning lottery numbers no that's the amount of damage you made like the <laughs> like if somebody like two cops actually made you know hundreds of thousands of damage they probably would be out of a job right. <laughs> but but they're like oh but you caught the guy so it's okay yeah you know, it's kind of like you know kind of that yeah. thing it's all retarded but it's uh it's still funny you know and it's 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 fun it's just kind of the over the topness doesn't take away from how entertaining the show is so mm-hmm. definitely definitely really like that show lethal weapon so is it um is it kind of um is it kind of like a cliche type of like buddy cop type of show it kind or? of it kind of is it is you know it is kind of a you know typical buddy cop show but i think the the oh man the guy wears a ridiculous mustache dude like it, it's just <laughs> Just cause of that, dude. I think it's like he 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 can he can play it off. Like you're like, dude, that guy's wearing a, a crazy mustache, but it doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's funny. Dude. It's just funny, dude. You're like, what the heck? That shouldn't be allowed. But he's like, he rocks it, dude. So it's it's just the performances of him, and you really believe that he's really in that depressed mode, you know, because of his wife, but. You know, there's some hope for him, and and you kind of pushing for him, you know, pulling for him and stuff, and it's just crazy. It's good. It's a, it's a crazy good show. It's just it's crazy out there, dude. There. Is it still? Um, are there still new episodes coming out now, or is it already done? Like the season? No, they just did their mid season finale. Oh. Okay. And um, and they'll be starting up again. I think mid January or something. Um, and, and uh, you know, and and what's funny about that show too is that they do throwbacks to the old TV show. Oh, really? Like little things that they throw back to. Uh, so what is is this considered like a reboot, or I don't I guess like how does that work in with TV shows? I don't, I don't know. I don't think you'd call it a reboot, but I guess sort of is because it's current, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, and it's um. But the things they bring back from the movies are just like are just like references, just to like, like re- little things that they would do. Yeah, just references because everything's different. Where remember in Lethal Weapon where he did meet up with a therapist, but he always troll her all the oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He would just like just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, I know you like me, you want to go out with me, but I'm not interested in like in front of everybody. Right, right. She'd embarrass her. There's a therapist there, but he doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. It's, it almost seems like this will be a future love interest for him. So, um, it, it's, Russo, dude? 
Now I know, right? Rene Russo. Rene Russo, dude. But uh, no, it, um, it's the um, what's her? I can't remember her name right now. But it's the the girlfriend of Paul Walker in the Fast and Furious movies. Um, oh, Brewster. Yeah, there you go, Jordana Brewster. Jordana Brewster. Yeah, she's the one that plays that psychiatrist. Um, but it's a good show, dude. It's it's good. I think they're nice. all serviceable and it's very fun to watch. So I would recommend if you, there's a way to. I think Hulu will probably would have them to go mm-hmm. ahead and watch them on there. So it's uh, I think you'll enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah, check it out. Um, these other two TV shows that I wanted to mention first is Atlanta. Atlanta Paper was great, Boy. dude. Paper Boy. Yeah, dude. Tarek, Tarek Black. <laughs> Why you pull out your phone? Because because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mentioned to uh, your brother-in-law that Tarek Black, uh, Tariq Black, right? Tarek Black. Tarek Black. Tariq Black. Looks like Paperboy from Atlanta. <laughs> and it's true. Do you ever as soon as I, I said that, you bring out your phone and look at the score. Yeah. <laughs> every time I look at that dude now, I'm like, yeah, freaking Paperboy, dude. It's real. It's real. And then every time he dunks, I just have to scream out Paperboy. 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 Dude, Paper, uh, Paperboy. Uh, Atlanta, dude, is <laughs> a, such a great TV show. Dude. It's really good. It's totally different from, you know, current TV shows right now. It's not the same. It's, it's man, um, Donald Glover said he wanted to make a black, uh, black version. Well, not a black version, like their own black Twin Peaks. You know how Twin Peaks yeah, was yeah. just out there, and had comedy, but it had drama, but it was weird, but it was mm-hmm. out there. It's, he wanted to do their black version of Twin Pe- Twin Peaks. <laughs> That's crazy. And when you look at when you see these episodes, they don't really have, they have sort of an arc, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Everyone like. For example, like the Justin Bieber episode, like the 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 pop star that they have in that episode is a pop star, but he's black and his name is Justin Bieber. But they never explain it. It's like they just dude, it's just a black Justin Bieber, dude. And that's what I was gonna say. Like I, uh, I know that like shows like you know Game of Thrones or like Walking Dead or whatever would probably solidify the fact that these are happening in different universes obviously they're not happening in our universes Mm -hmm. but for some reason i heard um the actor who who uh, portrays paperboy on that show like he just said like oh in our universe our justin bieber is black and i don't know why that just kind of made me think like oh crap like all these shows operate in their own universes and for some reason like him saying that that they're justin bieber is black like made my brain click in that way where it's like oh yeah they're just they're in a different universe and in that universe they don't have to explain why they're justin bieber is black or why this football player has an invisible car or like all these different things like that like it they there is really no they don't have to give any type of explanation to it and um for some reason that one thing and, I, and maybe it was just because like it was so it was so different and like unexpected the like and i don't know why i would be that shocked about that but um it was just so like masterful that the way that they did that dude and it was like the level of uh of just um satire i guess on that show and just like them you know portraying a pop star or whatever like the way they did in the show um was just hilarious dude like at the end where he's just like oh you know i know my my actions were foolish or whatever and um, you know, I just wanted to let you know that, you know, God is good or whatever. And I wrote this new single about it. And then like he comes out and they bust out like this, he busts out this brand new song that he just did. And 
he's performing it there and it becomes like a full-on like performance of like dancers and everything like it's just like the way that they did all that was just so perfect dude like in like them actually trying to say something about the like the the industry or whatever like the music industry and like show business dude and it's and just like it's touching just so cool dude. yeah and it's, it's touching on the fact that like you know and but just Bieber. Or any suit pop star like messes up, they do this apology right, right. In, in the press conference, you know, in the in a press conference, and how bad they feel, and they need to mature, or whatever. But I just love it that he just breaks into song, and then just like yeah, they just they flip it to their advantage, obviously, and then they make like you know, yeah. they make it into a new single or whatever, yeah, and yeah. like yeah. so they, like it's just perfect, dude, and and it um yeah, and and now that you said that, I I hadn't heard that, but that totally makes sense, dude. That it would be like their own spin on like Twin Peaks. Uh, Cause I remember watching that show and it's just kind of like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. Uh, more in like a horror version or whatever, but um, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool that they did that. You know, they're currently in the news right now because they um, got nominated for a golden globe for best television series in a comedy or musical. Nice. And they're also in the news <laughs> because um, one of the best characters in Atlanta is Darius. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh played by Lakeith Stanfield. And over the weekend, uh there was uh the Critic Choice Awards. And the Critic Choice Awards um handed out an award for best comedy to Silicon Valley. Uh I don't know if you know that TV show. It has uh I've heard about it. Camille Nanjiani in it. Um TJ Miller, I think in it. Some other people in it. It's an HBO show. Um so they won, right? Mm-hmm. So he pulled a Kanye. And he went up on stage, and this is what he said. Can we play it? I want to thank everybody for um, honoring us in this way. We worked very hard on Silicon Valley, and, and, and here we are. Thank you. Well, here's the thing. He's not on Silicon Valley. Oh, he just walked up? He just walked up and said, what? thank you for uh, the award and all that stuff. And we worked oh, hard crap. on it. <laughs> oh, shoot. The best part is how serious and how straight he, he says it. Uh, he just walks off the stage after saying thank you. But that's kind of like his character, too, in yes. Atlanta, though. He's kind of, he has that straight, like, pan phase thing or whatever, where it's just like, you know, deadpan or whatever. Where he just kind of delivers whatever his lines and he's just kind of like yeah this is the way it is my favorite moment from darius uh in the uh show is when um uh what's his name uh oh i'm forgetting donald glover's name in the show earn earn uh says he needs money and he goes oh, all right i'll help you out you know go over there oh they go to a pawn shop right get that sword he goes we can turn it around or whatever right so he goes through this whole thing goes to one place sells it and then gets a dog, and then gets a dog, and takes it to somewhere else. And then finally says, "Okay, right. So uh, I just made you like five grand or something like that, right?" Mm-hmm. He goes, "Where is it? Oh, well, we have to wait like a couple months in order to get it or something like that." And he's yeah, like, it was like the pu- you got to sell the puppies or something. Yeah, like that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like he's got to go through this whole thing, but yeah. he's like confident. <laughs> oh, you'll get like five th- five grand or something. He's like, "But I needed that money now." And he goes, well, "I didn't know that." Yeah. You just said that you needed money. You didn't know. You didn't tell me when you needed it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I remember that episode. Yeah, dude. But then, then he just kind of like, well, yeah, just sell this phone or whatever. Like I forgot what it was, and it was like you'll get you'll get whatever money but you need from this. That's what I loved about it. It was that that was his phone. He was like cool about it. Oh, you need money? Here, just sell my phone, dude. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was a total friend at yeah. that point. You know what I mean? He's like, 
but it's 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 pretty dope dude it's pretty funny so atlanta watch it i think you guys will enjoy it too it's uh it's uh, totally different uh type of comedy but it's 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 great it's great the other show that dude i have to mention and i know that we didn't talk uh we talked about it a little bit but we haven't talked about it since um we're gonna have to have like an hbo like an hbo uh episode or something where we get to talk about game of thrones and and stinking dude westworld westworld dude, dude. Whew, man westworld is is so good people and if you have if no one has actually caught on to westworld or just how good it is it is it is amazing rachel evan wood is that her name uh i think her name rachel evan wood is the um uh, one of the main actresses on there i think so she said dolores that, right yeah dolores yeah. huh she said that westworld is like the what did she say like the freaking olympics of acting or something like that or the super bowl of acting she said oh really what the heck because it has anthony hopkins Jeffrey Wright, um, Ed Harris, uh, Ed Harris, dude. I know we've already talked about him, but dude, Mark Matson. It's you need, you need to put that dude in a Marvel movie or something, dude. Dude, that guy is, I know him in a Marvel he'd, movie. He'd be like the best. He'd be like the perfect villain, dude. I know that they can. And this is going off topic, but it's already been said that Hugo Weaving hates being the Red Skull. Cast freaking Ed Harris, dude. He's like, I'm sure you can do a German accent, dude. But like, put him in prosthetics and like. He well, have, he's getting old, too old. Where they might just paint his face red because he's getting yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was kind of going with that. I was like, he kind of has that face already, dude. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't be too. Uh, but dude, this show, man, like Anthony Hopkins, uh, just kills it, dude. In fact, one of our favorite uh, YouTubers that we've talked about, the Nerd Writer, mm-hmm. uh, he's got a whole episode about Anthony Hopkins and about his acting and how he goes through like a series of emotions within like thirty seconds. And that's how that's great crazy. he is. He goes from, from like condescending to concerned to uh, I, I can't even remember that. But he he shows the clip and he shows how well Anthony Hopkins does it and how he conveys this person's character and how he just masterfully just you could see how he owns over this person dude it's just crazy dude it's That's a trip dude. so That's so yeah anthony out. hopkins is great and jeffrey wright dude and then the the whole like story the mythology that surrounds this this tv show it's just crazy dude. it's just so great man it's it's so awesome and yeah it, it's really good it's a well done show dude and i think the finale is probably one of the one of the good things about it too where you're kind of like okay yeah, I see everything that's going on, you mm. know, and, and it kind of, it doesn't leave questions unanswered. You pretty much answer most of your questions there. It oh, might really? be It might be a little. Because um, <clears throat> I know that was the one thing a lot of people were having issues with, that fa- like the fact that uh, it kind of seemed like it was pulling from a lot of different timelines, too. And it was just kind of like, like, there were a lot of threads that were kind of left, you know, like wide open or whatever not tied together the cool thing about it is like you know sometimes some people might say oh you know i guess that already is too predictable whatever Mm -hmm. this show did have that where a lot of people were participating and giving their own theories as to why certain things happened um you know was this person i can't even say it because i'll give away if people haven't seen it but you know is 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 this timeline this thing or yeah. who's the man in black at harris's character mm-hmm. is he this person from the you know that you see in the show is there two times like all that stuff like people were like guessing and some in some cases guessing right yeah 
And when the answer came, it was satisfying. It wasn't like, oh, it was predictable. It was kind of yeah. like, oh, cool. Okay, so it, it made it feel like you're part of it because you were you were onto what they were saying, mm. but in a satisfying way. You know yeah. what I mean? Kind of yeah, like yeah. a, like, it felt rewarding to actually kind of figure it out on your own kind of thing. Yeah. So that's how it was. And, it, and again, like I was telling you, um, all these actors that I mentioned are great in this thing. It's just amazing. It's really good. I think, you know, definitely, you know, um, if the if the next seasons have anything to say, and unfortunately, the next season's not coming out till 2018. Dang. Yeah, I know. You have a full year to wait. But it's been great, though, dude. It's been really Are they doing really that because of Game of Thrones? Um, Probably, but I don't, I didn't read as to why they're taking so long, honestly. Mm. I, I, I think... I don't know. I mean, Game of Thrones is coming out like in the fall of next year, right? I thought it was the summer of next year or something. Or like that. summer, fall around there. Yeah. yeah. Um, summer or fall around there. <laughs> summer or fall around there. One of those two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say the second half of the year. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. Because I don't have a. I don't think they've actually set a for sure date, but. But who knows? But anyways, let's move on because we're like running out of time. Yeah, for sure. Dude, uh, uh, I said let's move on. Hold on, dude. Well, before we do, um, <laughs> one of the things that I'm interested about Westbrook because I haven't had a chance to just sit down and actually watch the show, but I want to though because, uh, like I said, I think I I saw the first episode and it just kind of hooks you from there, dude. And it it see, and I've been trying to keep up too, just kind of like reading like a like a uh, review of each episode too, and it's just keeping me like, oh crap, dude, like I actually want to watch this. But one of the cool things too is that I, I guess there's a there's certain clues in it uh, in this show about maybe different worlds existing like alongside this one too like simultaneously like there's other there's Westworld and there's also like I don't know like freaking Viking world or something like that because there's like certain characters that kind of have that like kind of look that Viking type of look or something so I just think that that would be pretty cool if they almost set this up like an anthology like and then the following season might or some of these characters might venture into that other world or whatever, and then dude, samurai world. That sort of. The, are you confirming something, or are you just uh, like? No, they showed it. Oh, they did. They showed it. Oh, they, yeah. Yeah. I mean, see, I don't want to say what why they showed it, but yeah. they're going through. See, Westworld is a park. In the original Westworld, there were three different parks. There was Westworld, samurai world, and like Greek world or something like, or medieval mm. world or something. I can't remember. But but the show, but the movie just pretty much um was <clears throat> focused on Westworld with Jules Brenner as yeah. one of the androids. So in this, you know, in, in in Westworld, it's basically just, you know, obviously Westworld and the fact uh, of these androids who are called hosts um becoming sentient, mm. you know, and, and the whole journey for them becoming sentient and it's just crazy. I mean, I don't want to give much more than that, but in the last episode they actually show some of these characters going into another part of the park and it says SW and when they go in they actually see like these hosts dressed up as samurais like, practicing or like fighting in a in a like in a room that's dope, yeah, it's crazy dude. that's yeah. crazy I don't know if they're actually gonna if the next show is gonna call samurai world or what but yeah it's just crazy yeah but see that'd be cool if they do that dude and somehow Tie it all together because it's all owned by the same company, I would assume. So it still kind of revolves around the same group of of uh, characters. Um, but it would, be, it would just be cool if they can go from like world to world and then they're just kind of like going through all the different things That's that true. they have. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be dope. So. It would be crazy, dude. 
Um, let's talk about our favorite movies of the year. We just want to, you know, mention what our favorite movies of the year. There's one here that I, I want to talk about because I got to finally see uh, most of it. I didn't get to finish all of it, but um, it was it was great. Um, first of all, let's just, let's just mention Deadpool, and and the reason why we should mention Deadpool is. Freaking Deadpool got nominated for a Golden Globe. I know. I, for Best Picture. I, yeah, of, I, did, uh, I did hear that today. That's insane. That is dope, dude. I, I think when that Ryan Reynolds was cool. like, when he heard that, he's like, all right, who's messing with me? Right, right. Because <laughs> he got nominated too. Oh, did he really? Yeah, Ryan what? Reynolds for uh, Best Actor in a Comedy. or Dude, how insane would that be if he wins? Oh, dude. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> that would be Every crazy. geek and nerd's head would explode that, uh, that they actually win a Golden Globe, dude. Because it's not like... I feel like comic book, comic book movies don't need that type of validation. Like they're they're gonna oh, yeah. be successful regardless. Like people are gonna go watch them anyways. But it would just be cool to like and for it to be Deadpool. You know what of I mean? Like all of, like, characters, Deadpool. Like for it, to, that's like the like epitome of fourth wall breaking. Like it's just kind of like and and I think like also just would completely just. Like it just that would just embody that character. Oh yeah, like, completely. It, it would just I don't know. It would just exist like in another universe for it to actually win an official award like that. Like it's it's just like perfectly Deadpool. You know what I mean? Like absolutely. That's <laughs> so funny, dude. Uh, Captain America: Civil War. Come on, goes without saying, dude. And actually, this this poses the question. We were kind of talking about it. Can we consider Captain America like the one of the best trilogies of all time? For another episode, dude. I'm just saying, dude. I, like, can, it, but can it, we? We can sit can here we and raise that it. question. Yes, absolutely. Okay. As long as as long as that question we is out, even, and we're just completely dismissing you, it. You know, I'm good. We probably don't even have to make it into another episode because I could just agree with you. It's funny because when you guys posed that question, I was kind of like, "Man, are you crazy? Like, there's Star Wars," and then I'm like, "Well, not all of them were great, but when you look at Captain America." For the most part, they were great. I still like the first one, you know, the first and Avengers. Some people. I don't understand why people have uh, a problem with the first one. I felt like it was like to make it a period piece. Like I felt like it was, it like it it was it was it was perfect to me. Like it was setting it in like in World War Two or whatever. Yeah, and two, yeah, you're right. In. Uh, and uh, just kind of like the the roots of where that character came from, like I I don't know how else you could have portrayed that, you know, than what we got there. I I don't know. I like. Yeah, it. it was great. Though. I mean, it's it's it is one of the like one of the best trilogies out there. But definitely, uh, Captain America: Civil War was great, just because uh, they they introduced an actual good villain. We forgot we forgot to mention Baron Zemo, but uh, uh, was his name Baron Zemo in the movie? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, he was. I don't uh, think he was a Baron there. No, he wasn't was Baron. Zemo. He was. Um, oh man, it wasn't Baron Zemo. It was something Zemo. Right? Yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's uh, it was great. It was uh, it was a really good movie. It was well done. New characters were introduced the way they're supposed to be, just great. So it makes us excited for Black Panther and uh, uh, the next uh, couple movies that, that we'll be seeing soon. You can see if you think about it too. Yeah, like. It's it set up Spider Man. It set up um, Black Panther. It set up you know like where the Avengers are going from, like moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know, like now it kind of seems like it's split because you have Captain America's team or whatever the people that were all imprisoned at the end of the movie, and then the people who are with Tony Stark. So like that one movie kind of impacts 
the entire universe and where they're moving, you know, where they're going from now. So I don't know. I think that's pretty cool, dude. Like, and I wonder if they're, you know, in the comic book, there's a uh, storyline where Captain America uh, had a team of Avengers, but they were like the secret Avengers, mm. like underground Avengers. Avengers. And if you remember in uh, Captain America Civil War. Sort of 18. Boom, yeah, kind of like that. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, <laughs> they're on uh, B.A. Baracus van. Yeah, dude. Band. Um, but uh, yeah, dude. Um, the uh, in the end of uh, Civil War, he tells Tony, "If you need us, dude, if you need us, we're the there." So I'm wondering, I wonder if they're gonna touch on that later on, where they're actually doing stuff, but kind of covertly, you know, mm-hmm. and helping out. But um, anyways, um, in keeping in line with the comic book movies, uh, uh Doctor Strange. And I thought that was Strange. one of the Good. best uh, movies, um, one of the one of the best Marvel movies. It was great, uh, a little bit uh, <clears throat> of a surprise, a little bit because of the, you know, what what they're now introducing the the whole mystical arts and stuff. Yeah. Um, I I liked it. I thought it was great, uh, despite of what some people might have not liked it. Mm. But uh, I thought it was uh, fresh in the, in terms of what the type of hero there was, you know, and, and the type of stuff that he can do with the, you know. The mystic arts and stuff like that. So I thought it was great, and of course Benedict Cumberbatch, dude. Yeah, dude. He's I'm telling you, like I, I, it. I feel like this was um, like a good introduction for the character, but just like the possibilities of him moving forward are like even more exciting. And and, and you know what's exciting too, Baron Mardo. Yeah, dude. And where they're gonna take that yeah. story with him? I feel like, like, and not to undermine what this what this movie did, because I feel like it set all that up perfectly. Um, but it, it, I feel like it did its job in that i'm excited now to see this character move forward yeah yeah um like you could and not get better or like i mean it could get better but it was a good launching pad you could definitely like, be a good compelling villain mm-hmm, i think so for sure yeah. uh jungle book was a great movie this year that i thought uh, was a little bit underrated but i think uh it uh i mean well it wasn't underrated because it did well it also opened the doors for uh john favreau to do uh live action lion king <laughs> which he's doing that's but crazy the jungle book was actually Really good movie. I think it was well done, you know. And, and that kid in that movie, I forget what his name is. Seth uh, uh, something. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He was he was perfect. He was great in that in movie. That movie yeah, dude. he was great. And considering the fact that we mentioned it, I think the first time when we when we first mentioned uh, or when we first talked about Jungle Book, it's like he was he was working like practically by himself. You know what I mean? Like because all those that's animals are like CG characters. That's what dude. I think was most impressive. He didn't have any other actors to work off of. He was pretty much acting on his own and with, with things that weren't there, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the, the CG stuff that they put in later. Right. And that's another thing that made the movie so well is that the, the technology and the CG was amazing. Yeah, dude. Really well done. Really well done. Um, so I put this one here, dude, because you mentioned it. And I got yeah. to see it. Did you, you, you yes. saw it finally? Oh, my God. Oh, dude, tell me, tell me, dude, that... Hunt's... <laughs> For the wilder people, has to get a mention of how oh, good dude. this movie is. How it's so funny, dude, and like, and it, it bums me out that like, yes, uncle, I'd prefer you don't call me uncle, yeah. <laughs> dude. It is. I'm like the Terminator. No, no, no. I'm like Sarah. Con- <laughs> You're more like Sarah Connor in the second one, and I'm like the Terminator in the first one, <laughs> dude. That, that like just their back and forth between that that that. That kid, that is kid, and that hilarious. cop, just amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. Is so good. Oh my gosh, dude. And and that just makes me excited 
again, just kind of bringing it back to Marvel, the fact that uh, I, for, I think his name is Taika Waititi or something yeah, like that. Taika he's the he was a director of this of Hunt for Wilder People, um, and he's directing Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> so if he brings this sort of like witty banter now, now that we know it's gonna be Thor and like Hulk or whatever, and we've already kind of seen like they like, you know, with like Hulk punching Thor and all this stuff, like them kind of having like this sort of like relationship between the two um it's gonna the, be the cool comedy, to see that the comedy go is down, so dude. different where he's like very um ricky baker uh, would you agree that it's kind of like very visual you know like the visuals that he put on there is what makes it kind of funny though too and uh, and, and and coupled with the witty banter yeah you know what i mean like how he knows how to direct that kind of stuff like the kid he can make him say these things, but his facial reaction and like the whole Sarah Connor conversation, right. that to me was hilarious just because yeah. how <laughs> serious he was about it. And yeah. how it's just so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. And, and that term, in those terms is what I'm talking about, how visual he could be. Like he tells his actors how to act a certain way. Mm. But I don't know. It's just funny just the way, like there's a scene where his mom is telling him, are you hungry? And she looks at him and goes, of course you are. Like, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that made me laugh so yes. much but his reaction is kind of like oh, yeah <laughs> like, you know it's 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 such a good movie such a surprise you know hit for me but you know, how good it was so if you guys can find it i think you can rent it on amazon video for like a dollar so dude totally worth totally it totally worth it totally worth your time and money to just rent it for 99 cents very funny it's a very touching it's it's touching too the mm-hmm. whole story about it but um yeah, it's it's really good. So I would I would highly recommend you guys watch for that. Sure. It's called <laughs> The Hunt, The Hunt for the, yeah, The Hunt for the Wilder People. So yeah, pretty good. It's dope. Dude. I love that kid. Yeah, <laughs> I know. There's two movies I put on here, and I'm gonna be straight up. Obviously, one we haven't seen. The other one I keep hearing amazing things about, and uh, that one is Moana. Um, I know, dude. I've been meaning to go watch. Uh, that me one, too, dude. but I probably when I time off, I'm gonna go watch it. But I'm going to put it out there because it's obviously a movie that's going to, I think people are going to love. I mean, just a, a quick trivia here. The people who directed Moana, the two guys, are the original directors for The Little Mermaid. So, oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. So you know that they're, they're, they're going to do a good job on it. And uh, from the people I've heard, one of our listeners, Hugo Carranza, uh-huh. went to go see it. Um, he liked it, but he said he fell asleep. Oh snap! <laughs> but his wife, but his wife said it was pretty good. Nice, so nice. Gotta throw that out there, and of course I gotta throw this out there, dude. Do you only like that movie because Lin Manuel Miranda like yes. did some of the? Uh, yes. Wrote some of the music and did all that crap. Absolutely, dude. Dude, I can't, I, and I can't blame you, dude. That song that Lin Manuel Miranda is life. <laughs> He's the best. The song dude. that like they play on like all the commercials. I'm like, dude, that's pretty catchy, dude. I love it. You're welcome. Away, away. You're welcome. Oh, the rock singer. The rock yeah, singer that's that pretty dope too. Um, yeah, it's pretty dope, dude. It's pretty good. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, for the people who don't know that why Jay mentioned it, he is the writer and director of the Broadway hit Hamilton, and he wrote all the music for Hamilton, um, and he's dope. Pretty dope. Speaking of, that's one of the things we want to talk about right now, real quick. But before that, of course. What is going to be your favorite movie? I can say right now without even watching it, Rogue One. Rogue One, dude. Coming out this Thursday evening, Friday, actually. In this Friday, got my tickets. Oh, dude, we're going to watch it this Friday. I was just to say, you got my ticket. Yes, I did. But I got paid back. Fool, you, you owe me money. 
Correct. I got right, you. <laughs> I'm going to pay you on the day. I forgot, dude. I'm going to pay you on the day to make sure you got the ticket. All right, all right. So, yeah, we're going to watch it And if I like my seat, if I don't like it, I'm not going to pay you. It's Facebook like the movie on Friday. Let's do it, dude. Like like if you were watching it at Magic Johnson Theater. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jin Erso, don't walk in there. Nah, hell no, dude. I'd rather do uh, El Paseo, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Ese robot tan grande, mira por qué. (laughs) Pinche (laughs) Jin. Métete, Jin. Ching out! Ching! Ching out the way! Hell yeah, dude. It's gonna be dope. That's gonna be us, people. Damn. Watching in Southgate. Why are you talking like that, dude? Because, dude, this just I'm getting in touch with my roots. Right? <laughs> my my cut of hay roots. Your cut of hay roots? That's right. All right. So, uh, listen up our last thing, dude. The last thing we want to talk about. What are our favorite albums of the year, dude? Music. Let's talk about some music real quick. Let's do it, dude. We can't go. We can't go too far on this thing because we're kind of out of time. But a tribe called Quest, dude. We gotta. We gotta put that in there. Freaking dope. One of the best mm-hmm. albums of the year. Dude, you know what's crazy is that like, I feel like the entire year was waiting for like November, December to come around because that's when we got like some of the best music of the entire year. Um, stinking. Uh, these was a tribe called Quest put out their album. Childish Gambino, uh, Donald Glover put out his album. Um, like all these people do. J. Cole put out an album. Free and uh, At the Drive-In is one of my favorite bands of all time. They put out a song like yesterday or whatever. So it's just so freaking dope, dude. Like a lot of good music just came out towards the end of the year. So A Tribe Called Quest. One of yeah, the best albums of the year. That's going to be our, our first one? Heck yeah, dude. Hey. Um, Despite the fact that a lot of other good albums came out. I don't know if it's uh, does it count if it didn't come out this year, but I discovered them this year. Does that count? <laughs> I guess too. I don't know. It's does, your show. Does, we does, do whatever does it you count? want. Because I got two of them that actually came out last year, but I discovered them this year. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. All right, I'll put it out there. One of them, dude, is Twenty One Pilots. Ah, dude, come on, dude. I love them, dude. Yeah, they're dope, but they're like they're so last year, dude. They came out 20, 2015. I didn't discover them till this year, dude. I heard them and everything, and I started listening to their album, and it's actually really good, dude. I love their album, dude. Oh yeah, they're dope. It's it's really it's really good. It's you know it's a it's a it's just weird how they blend in their like their love for hip hop in a way. You know they yeah. they, they incorporate that type of um, you know uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, Inspiration, I guess, mm. into the type of music that they do. I know, I don't know. Just the last album, Blurry Face, I just fell in love with it, and uh, I, I discovered it like early this year. Uh, but uh, so I don't know. I'm like totally late, obviously. Dude, the cool thing about them too <clears throat> is that they don't stay. Like, if you listen to the whole album, even if you listen to the singles that that they play on the radio all the time, not like none of them sound the same. And that's the cool thing is that they. They're able to blend a lot of genres, um, and uh, they, it's just like their their sound is just so unique, and they they you know are able to manage a lot of different things. Considering the fact that it's like two brothers, it's like it's you know the singer and the drummer, and um, you know a lot of other things they like program and do whatever like play with tracks and stuff. But um, like it's they they do a lot with you know just the two of them. So yeah, they're they're a dope end. And also, they released a track for the Suicide Squad. That's the only thing I like about the Suicide Squad was their song. Dude, that song, like, when I first heard it, I was like, nah, like, whatever. And I think it was just because the movie, 
like I like it because I hate it. No, but like the more I listened to it, kind of separated myself from or like my opinion of the movie and just listening to that song. Like, yeah, dude, like now I could hear it on the radio and I could like just kind of let it play and I actually enjoy listening to it. Um, but it is a good song. Heathens. I like it. Heathen. I like it. I think it's actually pretty cool. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a great uh, band that uh, I really enjoy. And I guess I just discovered them this year. Dude, but I can't go without saying it. I've mentioned it so much. Another thing came out last year, but uh, <laughs> I'm still going to, you know, I, I discovered. Um, hey, it, it wouldn't really be, like I've said before, the beta report if we weren't, you know, horribly late to something, dude. So go ahead. Continue. <sighs> of course. How does a bastard? Orphan, son of a whore and a Scotsman Dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean Come on, By providence impoverished and squalor Grow up, up to be a, a hero and a scholar The ten dollar founding father without, without a father Got a lot farther by working a lot harder <laughs> By being a lot smarter by being a self-starter By fourteen they placed him in charge of a training job. Every day while slaves were being slaughtered and carted away and crossed the way, he struggled. Dude, but this was like, I feel like this was tailor-made for you. Hold on, let me just put it down. I'll play in the background. If I can play the volume. Dude, yes, it's the Hamilton soundtrack, dude. But like I was saying, because you... I've always known you to have a love for history um, and for music too. So this like dude, was a perfect marriage. Okay, and and just and for you, dude. Okay, just for you, the people who did the music, the actual band, the music is is um, uh, the Roots. Yeah, dude, it's the Roots. So dude. It's like yeah, I mean, you can like the quality of music is amazing, dude, and you can't hate on Lin Manuel Miranda to to actually make like. Like American history, not that it isn't interesting, but like to kind of modernize it, I guess, and make it interesting for, for you know, our generation or the generation, like uh, you know, like your kids' generation or whatever, like Jason, Jonathan, or whatever. Because I hear Jonathan just like he goes off on these songs. You're like he knows Dude, he all the words it. to all these songs, and like you know, like that's a piece of our history here. And of like America or whatever, and he's learning it through songs. So it's like, dude, you gotta, you gotta give that props or whatever. That's pretty dope. Dude, man, hold on, hold on. I love that dude. Why are you even telling me stop? Anyways, but um yeah, dude, it's amazing, dude. It's it's awesome, dude. All the songs on here, dude, will just blow you away of how good they, they are, dude. It's just, uh, I just can't talk enough about it, dude. It's just, I love it, dude. I bought a book from it, dude, the history <laughs> about it, dude. It's like, you hit it right there, dude. I love history, and, and they put history and the music together, yeah. and it's just, they did such a great job, dude. And, dude, I can't wait till they come out here, dude. <laughs> Pantages Theater, 2017. And it's like it's funny because I I'll, I'll hear people say like dude that's whack or that's lame or whatever but you gotta think like dude this is a live stage show like this is a Broadway wait, wait. production. Who said it was whack? I need to talk to these people. Who said it was whack? 
just saying like dude like you have to acknowledge the fact that like people are performing this live like the same way you would talk about lay miz or whatever like you gotta just like bask in the glory of this production dude like that's what it is it's like a full-on like musical production and i've seen things on youtube or whatever and like them performing it and um it's like a feat dude like it's good like uh it, it's just amazing so yeah. it's it, it's a good show dude yeah That's definitely oh yeah dude the tickets are like crazy expensive too. Bro, when it comes dude. down here yeah Dang. i have to save my money for you me. have to yeah dude you I'm have to go, go dude. watch it my kids are like dad where are we going as are much we going? as you talk about it you got you have yeah. to freaking watch this show definitely dude so, dude, that's that's. I don't know if there's another one you want to mention, dude. That any other. Um, I don't. I, I kind of mentioned it before when I was talking about a tribe called Quest, but mm-hmm. the uh, Donald Glover, um, Childish Gambino album, um, "Awaken My Love." Uh, that album is just it's so dope, dude, and it's it's completely different from anything else that he's done. It's a complete like soul funk album. Um, so good musically. It's it's definitely like. Uh, like an evolutionary step, you know, and and I had I I think I put it on Facebook before that it just kind of seemed like he Donald Glover as an artist, just kind of in in general, like his acting, his writing, his music, it was he was all just kind of like rising and rising, and rising, and I feel like this album was just kind of like like a crescendo of all that, like all the the you know creative stuff that he had kind of going around him, um, just kind of you know, exploded on this one album. So it's really cool, dude. Like, um, it, it's a good album to, to just kind of sit with and just kind of like, you know, check it out. just check it out. Yeah. So definitely if you guys have a chance, uh, listen to, to that album. That's cool. Dude. Awesome. Yep. So let's, um, let's, uh, gotta wrap this bad boy up, dude. wrap it up. And if, uh, if you guys have anything that we didn't touch on, if there's a, a TV show that, uh, we didn't, um, uh, mention that you guys think we should be watching or a movie or album or something please let us know by all means you know put it out there so that we can go ahead and and uh um you know put it out there and, and tell others about so definitely let us know about it but thank you so much for joining us please like our page uh tell others about the uh, the uh podcast so we can have other people listen to it as well so thank you so much and uh, we'll see you guys till next week. We'll uh, should have a guest next week because we're gonna hey, talk hey. Rogue One. We're Rogue gonna talk about One is gonna happen. Oh yeah, definitely. We're gonna have to talk about that. So, thanks everybody. Thank you so much for the beta report. This is the King of the Nerds, Con. Con. Oh, pick of the week. <laughs> pick of the week. Oh, Rogue do you have one? one? Hell yeah, dude. Oh, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Everybody gotta go watch that. That's Rogue true. One. That's the pick of the week. Rogue One. Go watch it. It's gonna be dope. Yep, yep. What? <laughs> That's it. That's Till it. Till next week. All right. Peace.